Damn it, Judd. We're all I I don't know. It because of the never uh non-evolving world of the uh internet, digital media, whatever the hell weird profession I find myself in now. Um it used to be you just recorded before streaming, you would just record directly to MP3. So I use Goldwave, other people use Audacity. And those are the good old days back in the day. I literally 2017, 2018, where you just record on a director Goldwave. And uh, then you just upload your MP3, and that was it. And then if you were going to do a video, you would film it with my wonderful and sorely missed uh, 720. DIP DPI um, camera, uh, but then once bandwidth came around, and then Google came up with uh, Hangouts, then yeah, you, you could stream. And then there's like, and then some savvy people, me, but I wasn't the only one. Says, oh well, wait a minute. If we record on YouTube, well, you have to be flawless. There's no editing, and I don't know if you guys knew this. There'd be a ton. Of, like for example, not to besmirch the man. I, He's much more successful channel than me, uh, but uh, and his product, the finished product, is much better. But watch Coach Red Pill. Perf perfect, perfect everything, perfect delivery, perfect tone, per perfect cadence, perfect video. Well, it's because he edits the hell out of it. So and he's got multiple camera angles. Um, and but even though uh, he may not make as many videos as I do. And he's not live and he can't do the super chat thing or take calls, quote unquote, like that. <clears throat> he can edit the ever living hell out. Then you uploaded it. And now that you can do it live, anyone who's a podcaster and doesn't mind having a flaw full performance where you don't have, oh my gosh, I hiccuped that one time. I gotta edit this out, I gotta edit that out. You just fly with it, you go live, and then um which gives you the benefit of, okay, now I got it on YouTube. I download it, convert it in MP3, upload it to SoundCloud or wherever your, uh, <clears throat> your Patreon or your subscribe star now. <laughs> and so, but through all that care, is it this, is it that? Like, okay, yeah, I got, I got uh, a podcast up on YouTube and it's number whatever, 3129. And then I got to download it, and I'm like, okay, what is it? Is it 31 or is it 29? Are we on 30? Save it. And then the the numbers are probably not always consistent between what I'm recording, what I looked up, what I'm doing live, what's up on the. I don't know. And that's I guess we could do the Adam Pickett thing, and and not number them. Just say you know the Clary podcast, the Don't Go Fishing in Swampy Ponds episode or something. You just give the episode a title. So that's that's what it is. Why isn't Judge showing up? There it is. There's Judge's super chat right off the bat. Even before I logged in, there's already a super chat. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I want to say good news. Let us share the good news. I want. And it's not like there's any good news. I just like, want to talk about good stuff. I had a hell of a golf game yesterday. I have not golfed <clears throat> oh probably in about six months, um, in part because it was winter. Uh, but then uh, the great and merciful Corona Chen uh, paid us a visit. And um, the the timing in Minnesota was still like, it, it, what did uh, coronavirus hit in March? So most golf courses aren't open. Depends on how long our, our winter goes. But they're certainly not open in March. 
you kind of hope for April, but by that time, everything was in lockdown. But then I think the uh, governors of various states realized golf is quite a distant game. Okay, you're going to be outside. <clears throat> and so they said, okay, golf courses can be open. And then every guy was fleeing to the golf courses to escape their wives. And I was like, oh, good, I could go golfing until I drove past the golf course. I, I do golf at somewhat regularly. Cars are parked out, not just the lot full or the uh, the road that goes to the parking lot from the road, you know, like the entryway. The, uh, but cars are parked out on the street. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, hell no. No, I use golf to relax. And if if I have a mosh pit on the golf course, because every, and and I know this may shock you. Cappy likes to golf like he likes to do everything else at his pace. So I really got a time when I go golfing to make sure nobody else is there. And that could be waking up very early. Like I could do that in Vegas, <clears throat> but Vegas you have, if it's closer to wintertime, you could do it, but summertime in Vegas or spring or, or early fall, the, the courses are packed because all these rich retired old timers they don't want to be out there in the heat. You want to be off the course by at least 11. Uh, so they'll go in. Like once it's sunny out, once the light allows for it, you can get a, a tea time at like 7.30 a.m. if you want. So you go out there when it's not too hot. Um, and then, yeah, you can get yourself a cheap round of golf at 2 p.m. when it's 103 out, which I've trained myself to do in Vegas, which I've trained myself to do. I can, I can golf to about 106. Once it's 106, I don't care how of a nice breeze you have or how dry it is. I can't do 100. 100's fine. I can do 100. 100's no problem. Um, so you could do that. <clears throat> Minnesota, you just got to wait for the normies, conformies, and inferiors to go to work. Well, queue up. Queue up, you little bitches. Oh, sweethearts. Honey. That's Jerry Lewis. Let me explain something to you. When I do the wow, that's not... A lot of people say, oh, you're doing that. You're mocking Bill Burr. That's not that's not Bill Burr. That is Jerry Lewis in The Nutty Professor, among other things. Oh, lady with the move and the making of the move. Nice lady. That's Jerry Lewis. Now, the or if I do my my pussy lily white suburbanite person who just can't wait to send his daughter off to Bethel to cripple the family with $250,000 in student loan debt to major and worthless Marxist states that she comes back and yells at her dad. That's a, oh, well, nothing's too good for my little prison. That's also Jerry Lewis. And to be perfectly honest, I do a better Jerry Lewis than Bill Burr, but it's not that hard. This is like, that's like doing Jimmy Stewart. Well, geez, that, that woman over there, she, she said that I, I raped her. I never met the woman in my life. All I wanted to do was run for Senate because I thought I could go to Washington. And that some people get that job. But then this lady claimed in 1986 that I touched her boobies. I don't even know what boobies are. It's not that hard to do some of these people. <laughs> anyway, so that was Jerry Lewis. You know, like, ah. So these guys, you guys are all now off the year. You wait till they go to work so they can support their little, their wifey poo. And then they can pay for their daughter poo to go to the liberal artsy school poo. Although not now, not now. We have some good news. Oh, we have good news. 
as we tickety-tock, tickety-tock, rounding around the uh, full-time clock, not a lot of schools opening. Not a lot of kids going to school. So I don't know. This will be very interesting. There's going to be an article. You know there's going to be an article about high school seniors. Dreams dash because they couldn't go to college. Tina McTiddlywinks of Edina, Minnesota was all excited to go to blah, 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 fuck you on a volleyball scholarship. She was going to teach kids about volleyball, a major in volleyball kids' studies. But then the evil virus of Donald Trump came by and took all the money and the Republicans bad. My dreams are dashed. All I wanted to do was bring volleyball to the children to teach them raise awareness lies. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> so, uh, anyway, look, you guys working now. You guys going to work. You guys can get going to work. Good. Go to work because then I can get golf in. I can get my golf in. While you slaves, you fucking sheep, go to work. And that's what happened yesterday. It was great. It was great. I went to this. It's a little further out, so it's not as populated. And there was not the – my my guys my age, those guys, they get their beers and they get their cigars. And, oh, we're going to make it – oh, ha, 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 JC, ha, ha, BL, ha, ha, JD, oh, wow, let's go. Ooh, nice. It's just these fucking douchebags. You want the old-time golfers. I went out golfing. <clears throat> those guys – whose wives let their dicks out of the purse that were not there. They were not there. Monday. My tea time was 1.20. I get out there. Two old retired guys are ahead of me. And they're doing a pretty good clip. But they're polite enough to let me pass them. And I only got three holes in before I ended up catching up to them. And man, was I on fire. I had a birdie. I had like a handful of pars. And then the rest went to shit. But if I get a birdie, it's it's just good. I, I was just nailing it. Just I I was on in one twice. On and on in means you're on the green in. And it depends how long the hole is for those who aren't familiar with golf. But uh, you know, a par three means you got to hit. You should a pro should be able to get the ball in the hole in three shots. A par four, it's four shots. Sometimes there's par five, really long hole. Um, but you get these little par threes. That's where you could potentially get a hole in one. I'm just happy if I get on the green. And you, you should be able to hit the first time with your driver and get on in one. That happened twice. Twice. <clears throat> I was like, is it on? The, you just see, and it slows down. Just like when you're in a, an accident or, or someone hits you on your bike and it slows down. You're like, oh, crap. Which bones am I going to break now? I hope it doesn't. You get this long philosophical conversation with yourself before you, your head hits the ground. It's the same thing when the ball is launching up and it's going right towards the the flag. You're like, is it good? Yeah. And then it bounces. It always bounces before you think it is because you're not that strong. You're not that good at golf. But then it keeps rolling. Then it rolls up onto the green. That's where you break out the putter of the green. You're like, oh, yeah. Always wanted that about, like, professional golfers. Like, they, if you make anything a profession, you ruin it. Like they're always, if they make a great shot, they're happy, but they're always, they're competing. It's very difficult. It's hard. And, you know, if they miss the putt, oh, you know, it costs them money. And then, they're, and then what's his name? Uh, Ricky Fowler or Tiger Woods or the other guy. They, 
don't really watch golf all that much. Uh, you know, they're going to beat them, and now they're not even batting, or now they're not going to get that much money. And like to have all that pressure would ruin it. I'm just happy, like, if I make par. Getting a par is like amazing to me. Just being this average golfer, and then, you know, and I'm also equally excited about finding golf balls. So I learned to learn to relax and learn to take it easy when golfing because I need to calm down. I need to relax. I need to chill out. But um, one thing I, I, I like to do to calm down because everybody everybody doesn't golf as fast as I do is while I'm waiting for Herman and and Shlomo over there to you know. Get their geriatric ball off the ground. I'll go. I'll go run around in the bushes trying to find some other balls. I found ten golf balls yesterday. It's a pretty good day. Pretty good, especially when you get one of those neon ones. Though sometimes now I got to do this though too. We'll get. Don't worry. We'll get to that. We'll get to what I'm going to talk about later. Don't worry. <clears throat> sometimes you'll find golf balls um, that have had something painted on it. Not actually painted, but you know, it's not just a golf ball. It says Callaway. There's like Mickey Mouse balls, uh, or there was one that I got yesterday. It was a big U.S. flag uh, on it, a golf ball. And then there was a really cool one I found yesterday. It's got like a little stagecoach. It's like Wells Fargo, that stagecoach, but it doesn't say Wells Fargo. And so those balls I kind of tuck away, and inevitably what I'm going to do is take those cooler golf balls, make like a mural out of them, uh, and then I don't know where I put it. If it if it turns out tasteful, I don't know. It might be gaudy, in which case it'd be just like. Uh, but I'm thinking like it's a kind of unique golf balls. So people go to have their monogram or their logo or whatever. Well, that takes a little bit of money. It's kind of like bullets, you know. Now that's like two three dollars a golf ball. If you miss that, you're like chucking two three dollars of golf balls into the water. <clears throat> so those I kind of hold on to. But find 10 other people's golf ball. I'm coming out ahead financially. I mean, you put it at 50 cents a ball. That's that's not bad. You're doing pretty good. So the, the old timers uh, ended up letting me pass. And uh, then I and I said, there's two gals ahead of you. And I said, they're moving fast. Like, they're moving all right. And so uh, I was catching up to the gals and had to wait, you know, because they're – you basically don't want to hit them. That's the number one rule of golf. Don't hit nobody. It's the opposite of Minneapolis. <laughs> Two rules of golf. Don't hit no one and don't set no buildings on fire. And, you know, it's not as fun as riding in Minneapolis, but, you know, what are you going to do? So that's, that's why people who golf typically, you know, don't have jail or uh, criminal records. That's why they typically got lives and are relatively happy. So you're waiting for the gal, you know, okay, they're out of range. So I hit one. I'm glad they were out of range because it just would, right? right where they were <clears throat> and then they go into the this was the ninth hole ninth hole is like you do you could do everything's in rounds of nine and then usually do nine even if you're doing 18 that's the halfway point and every nine holes will end up back at the clubhouse and the reason they do that is so you spend more money you go into the clubhouse you get yourself a, a cocktail you get a beer you get a hot dog you get some food and uh, boy, I'll tell you this, that not, uh, you know what, what, <clears throat> hear me out on this, hear me out on this. Even if you don't like golf, let's say you all went out and learned how to golf. You ought to just golf a little bit because it really is an interesting observational study of socioeconomics, not necessarily politics. There's nothing really political unless you talk to people about it, but you, you everyone thinks golf is this expensive sport. 
You go, you gotta be rich to golf. It's not because I got I got my here, hang on. Let me show you. Hang on, I'll show this to you guys. Here. Okay, I'll show this to you. All right, these golf clubs, I only pulled up one. And this is a two iron, which is kind of rare nowadays. Um, where is the name? There you go. It's autograph. All right, I don't know if you guys could see that or not. Um, these golf clubs are older than me. And the reason I know they're older than me because these were my dad's. And I used to play with them. And I remember these handles crystal clear. I was like a two and three-year-old because of the red and the white. So I remember, you know, I'd, I'd go play with those. And I couldn't swing them or anything. You just a little kid playing with them. <clears throat> anyway, point is, I got those for free. And then in the Southern Command, my golf bags, I got for 35 bucks. A whole set of golf bags. Now, I'm wondering, actually. If they were stolen because they were pretty good clubs. They were pretty new. I got the bag with it too. It was a hell of a deal. And the guy took my money and then he left. I'm like, dang, I got some sweet clothes. Um, and so that's to get into the game, certainly cheaper than hockey, maybe not as cheap as like, you know, basketball. But I mean, for a new glove, what's a new glove set you back? That's got to be 30, 40 bucks, right? So this, this idea that golf is expensive, actually, it's very cheap if you go pick up some used clubs, especially at the end of the season on Craigslist or something. Then where the real sociological economic study occurs is the different courses you go to. And you can find some pretty cheap golf on the municipal courses. And there's some good courses, too. And by the way, unless you're really good, ain't no reason to go to the $200 around golf courses where people pick up your car and it's Caddyshack and uh, Judge Smalls is there or anything like that. There ain't no reason to even bother with those courses because you ain't going to be that good. Uh, but it's, it's just this great, like, yeah, get out there, hit some balls. If you do it right, especially towards the end or the very early of the season, you can pick up a round of golf for under 20 bucks. It, it's not common, but you can. Then once you get into the swing of things, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> if you do it like me, you time it for bad weather, you wait till all the sheep are plugged into the matrix so they can pay for wifey poo's SUV and their uh, ungrateful daughter's degree in Marxist studies and why everyone's a racist. Uh, so you you go out there at those times. You pick it up pretty – like yesterday I paid 28 and I got a cart. I got a cart. Sometimes I hoof it, you know, I want to get it, but they gave me a card and I shut up and I had my cigar. I was like, oh boy, oh boy. Oh, it was Christmas yesterday. It was just wonderful yesterday. <clears throat> so for 28, but that's not bad. Not bad for 18 holes of golf. But then it's everybody who's on the golf course. So obviously it's retired people because it was Monday day. Uh, the gals that were ahead of us were, were older. And I got, I got uh, caught up to these three young kids, young kids. One was 19, the other two were 18, these boys. You know, they're, they're not in school and, and they're uh, enjoying their day, goofing around, enjoying their freedom before life comes in and beats the ever-living shit out of them. And so you could kind of like, oh, okay, the, you know, Vegas, <clears throat> obviously a lot of old-timers. You also find out in Vegas um, the – what a lot of developments will do is they'll put a golf course in where they're putting up new homes. And to subsidize 
the HOA and the fees and everything else that goes into that development, they'll open up the golf course to the public. And if you're a resident, you pay this amount. If you're not a resident, you pay twice. If you time it right, <laughs> and me, and you got to prove you're a resident, <clears throat> then this becomes this whole interesting gray world. Like, am I a resident of the community? Am I a resident of Clark County? So the old Capmeister, because I have my quarter Jewish blood in me, I figured out a way. And usually they say, well, it depends. Because I asked myself, what, what's a resident? Like, do I have to be a, a citizen of Las Vegas? Do I have to be housed in Nevada? What what's this? Is, well, it, it depends. There's a part-time ID you can get in the state of Nevada. That qualifies. If you own property, that qualifies. And, and then to prove you own property, or you're at least uh, domiciling there, you need to have, you know, kind of the standard thing. Oh, you need to have a bank statement or a bill put in your name. So <laughs> one of the most brilliant moves ever to <clears throat> save basically 20 to sometimes $40 around. I went over to the local bank. I deposited 2000 bucks and I had a mail, the, the statements in my name to the Southern command, even though I don't own the place. So now I have a bank. It just, it, I don't even use the money, but for every round of golf, I save at least $20, which is a 1% rate of return. Now you do that five, six, 10 times in the case of Vegas, maybe even 20 times. So 20 times uh, two, you're talking a 40% rate of return on your money because I'm saving hundreds of dollars. Maybe did I do the math on that right? No, 2000, 20 out of two is one times 10. That'd be 200. 200 out of 10, yeah. 10, probably even 20% rate of return on my money. And I go in there and like, are you a resident? Yeah, I got proof. Yeah, here, see, that's me. Here's my ID. I'm Minnesota, though. I winter down here, which isn't lying either. Oh, Mr. Clary, well, yeah. Here I am, this cheaper than fuck. You know, minimalist, barely we can just like hang it out with the rich people. Like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> people aren't like that. Just, all it is is old retired people who paid extra to live on the golf course. That's what it is. I snuck my way in. I got in. Got in. Well, yeah, so I'm one of you. Then another. So it's like older time people. They're obviously richer. <clears throat> oh, you can tell, man. Sometimes you get thrown into a group of people like, oh, you're you're paired with, you know, you guys also Goldfinger. Oh, you're paired with uh, Mr. Goldfinger. Oh, Mr. Goldfinger. Blah, blah, blah. Drops the gold bar. That doesn't happen. Oh, but you're paired with, with oh, uh, there's a threesome out there already uh, with, with the Johnsons. Oh, the Johnsons. And you go out there hoping it's Mr. and Mrs. Johnson and their super hot, attractive, redheaded, big-titted daughter with poor decision-making abilities named Bambi. And it never turns out to be that way. It's just three Hanyakers or three Jamokes, and, and then they just bust their balls and everyone has a good time. But then you find out there's some rather well-to-do people. <laughs> One guy had a $400 club. One club! Not a bag, not a not a thing of clubs. A four one club. It was a driver. One club was four hundred dollars. I'm like, I've never. I I bought cars for cheaper than that. I have. 
Then there was the 78 Dodge I had. Paid 50 bucks for it in high school. It ran. That's all could be said about it. Then you get to the, the uh, what's it called? The, the clubhouses. And this is getting back to where the girls, they finished on, on the ninth hole. They probably went in because I didn't see them when I finished up on the ninth hole. So you go into the clubhouses. If you're at these municipal low-grade ones like I was at, hey, there's a hot dog you can get, and uh, here's some Diet Coke and some here's a bag of chips. You know you're low-grade when you're pulling the bag of chips off of the off of the thing. But if you could schnooker your way in to one of these high-end places, oh, <laughs> it's like I'm going undercover. You get in there. And they got a full bar, and I, and people are sitting. Pete, there's one, there's one in uh, Las Vegas, where uh, there's now this isn't just one place, but the one I went to, there's dining outside, and people go there to dine. They don't even go there to golf, and it's all the rich old white ladies. Let's just be honest, it's all the rich old white ladies whose husbands have died off, <clears throat> and uh, they're just sitting there drinking away and enjoying. The millions, literally millions, the husbands have left for them. And you can kind of tell, especially in Vegas, where the money is based on how green the area is, like how many trees there are. Like Anthem is very posh. Uh, on the other side of town, Summerlin, that's very posh because there's like trees. There's greenery. And then I've golfed on some golf courses in Vegas that are like just, you might as well be golfing in dirt because they didn't water the grass but then you get to summer you're like oh <laughs> this feels more like florida than it does vegas and you walk in and you know people got caddies i never saw a caddy on the municipal you know they got caddies here and you know then you know, do you want a caddy sir uh no no i do not want a caddy just give me i'm happy i got a cart Let, let's go here so, and then it's just, yeah, you can see it. You can see, there's another one <clears throat> way over in Summerlin. Uh, and I forget the name of it. There's, I've been to a couple in Summerlin. Uh, there's Sienna. I never golf there. It's like $250 around, no matter how much I try to. And, and if I get the schnooker discount, oh, that'll only be $175. No. <clears throat> Space goes. Um, there's one next to it. Because I got bored. I was ending up driving around. That Red, uh, Red Rocks is out there. Atham looked that up. So, And then the 215 always gets backed up. So I kind of meander and take a different way through Enterprise. Atham looked that up too. There was one. And I just wanted to see like, okay, I got to see what this looks like. So I go to the, the golf uh, shop where you can buy overpriced golf balls and things like that. And it was overpriced. And it was very nice. Hello, sir. <laughs> and um, there's two uh, golf maps. You usually get, like, you want to see where the golf map goes. <clears throat> and you're like, why do you got two? Because like, you got two courses. He's like, yes, sir. I'm like, oh. What's that? He's like, oh, well, that one, you know, you can golf that one. I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. What's this one? What does that cost? I'm uh, sorry, so you need to be a member to golf that one. So there's a golf course on two courses. One is for private fuckers only. The other is for you commoners. And the commoner one was very nice. I'm just like, what the fuck is the, the elite one? What's the Elysium one look like? <laughs> oh, <clears throat> so I had a good day golfing yesterday. 
the three Hanyakers, the three young boys, I came up to them because I like I like to spread the truth and prevent bad things. I like to inoculate young people against the Marxist leftist indoctrination their teachers gave them. I like to all that brainwashing you ladies, it's predominantly you ladies, let's just be honest, gave your the little boys out there. I like to just come in and I like to actually change lives. And these young boys were kind enough. <clears throat> they were walking, so not going as fast as me. And I come up, I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, you can play through, sir. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, why are you why are you boys supposed to be in school? And they look at me like, no, it's summer. I'm like, what about summer school? I thought, what do you got to get in summer school? And then they realize they got it out. No, wait, uh, like, what are you guys, high school or college? And he's like, well, I'm involved in high school or college, and we're in high school. I'm like, oh, what are you guys going to study? And the one kid said, uh, actuarial science. I said, good, good. I said, what about you two guys? And they, one was going to do math, the other was going to do like programming. Like, good, good. I said, don't you major in the liberal arts? Do not piss away your time or money. And they laughed, and I hit my ball, <clears throat> and then I got on my. And they were just waiting for me to play through. And I just hopped in. I say, don't get no girls pregnant until you're married. <laughs> Fired off. They laughed, and those two statements right there undid. 15 years, well, 13 years of K through high school education. So, so that was good. And then the day got worse because then I found out that every restaurant, every place has decided that they're going to require masks and they're not going to allow people in anymore. I don't think the governor mandated that. It was just good old Minnesotans. Oh, trading. Freedom for security, trade in freedom for safety. We just can't be too safe there. You know what's really safe, Minnesota? Prison. Go to prison. It's very safe there. <clears throat> we don't have to go into that. All right, let's take a look. We got any super chats, anything going on here? Holy shit, let's look at things going on. All right, all right. That's 924. We started at that time. All right, I don't think I missed anything. Bake, hey, Bacon, what are you doing up so early, man? It's like 750 over on the West Coast. Uh, for 223, fuck, woke up early now. This fuck my sleep schedule. <laughs> well, we're always happy to have bacon on the show at the goddamnbacon.com. If you want to tune into a crazy podcast, go to the goddamnbacon.com. Judd Grover for two bucks. So it's just so it's the damn it Judd episode. Yeah, yeah, it's the damn it Judd episode. Right, sure, why not? That was the problem. I went online. I, I even looked through them. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I I see it on the on the list there. It's it's number thirty. I'll actually have that. People say like, where's the episode this one? I'm like, I never did an episode that one because I I jumped numbers. I thought, <clears throat> which is somewhat complimenting when they say like, hey, you missed this one. I mean, like they listen that much. Uh, Miguel Angel Casillas for two bucks. Work harder. Millions of welfare uh, depend on you. Millions on welfare. Uh, depend on you. That is true. That is true. Be strong for two bucks. Should people be afraid to take a CV vaccine? What's a, oh, COVID vaccine? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm all for it. Look, they come up with a vaccine. Go take it. Problem I have with it is I'm not taking it's. I know this may shock some of you, but it's kind of like the flu. If you're young, the vaccine just might not be worth it. If you're old, yeah, I'd probably take the vaccine. But I don't see millions of people dying. Here, let's look up the death rate. You guys, this is why I don't pay attention to the news. 
because we're now in the middle of a, I, I looked at the chart one time. Hang on, let me go back. There we go. <clears throat> I looked at, oh my God, there's been an uptick, an uptick. And I look and there's like this little bleep. I'm like, that could be a statistical rounding error. Uh, let's up look up Corona statistics. <clears throat> all right, this is Minnesota. I don't want Minnesota. I, I just want all. Let's just do. Uh, okay, so there's been an increase since uh, what is that? That's over a month and a half ago. It's increased. Uh, now it looks like it's on its way down. Although you see a very regular pattern, it goes like this, and that that stuff is. I think it's just testing. They do it weekly testing. So I guess it should be smoothed out. Uh, this is new cases. I don't want new cases. I want deaths. That's the only thing that matters. Oh, wow. Look at this. <clears throat> hey, it's way super low. Uh, this is the United States. Deaths look like they have flatlined at around 500. We also have that weekly thing going on. So it's probably the reporting. So what, what's in the middle here? Yeah, it looks like five, 600. What is that? No. Yeah, it looks like about 500, maybe 600 deaths uh, per day. All right, let me look up. Hey, hey, here's how simple. Cappy, why are you the world's greatest economist? Because I just cut to the bullshit. Like communism, socialism. Who be a capitalist, make socialist? Shut the fuck up. Government spending as a percent of GDP. What is it? There it is. From a scale of zero to 100, there's your number as to how socialistic capitalism. But clearly, you don't know. You, you pussy little fucking. Yeah. <clears throat> professor, don't understand. It's zero to 100. What percent of the economic production of its people does the government take? That's it. End of discussion. Stop writing your fucking lengthy books. It's just a number. And now, just like I boil down the isms, the political spectrum, I'm going to do it here. Death, death, daily death rate. Daily deaths in the United States. <clears throat> Okay, deaths and mortality, number of deaths, 2.8 million. Well, that's got to be annual. Number of deaths, death rate, 863 per 100,000. I think this is, all right, so there's 2,800,000 deaths a year. So 2,800,123 divided by 365. If I did the math on this right. So 7,700 people die every day in the United States. And now we're all shitting our pants because 500 people additionally a day. So now we're up to 800. I'm sorry, 8,000 a day. We went from 7,700 up to 8,200. Now here's the question, boys and girls. And I've looked for the data, but I haven't looked that hard. Didn't all these like, heart attack deaths and other causes of death drop because coronavirus came in and bumped them off. So in other words, let's just assume all the coronavirus deaths were totally due to coronavirus, which is not true. Okay. Majority of them have other underlying complications. 
Well, let's just let's just say it's it's all it's completely separate. It's just wiping out people. Fine. So our mortality death rate, not the rate. I'm sorry. Our daily mortality has gone from 7,700 to 8,200. And that's a, a national, that's, that is literally just a bad flu season. I don't know if you guys remember this. <clears throat> Do you remember when a heat wave hit Europe? And because European socialized medicine is so great, like 70,000 old people died in hospitals and nursing homes because they didn't have air conditioning. And this is why we got to shut it down. So there you go. No, there's nothing going on. There's, there's, uh, there. Sleep well. Don't worry about it. Uh, should people be afraid to take the CV vaccine? No, not really. I wouldn't be worried about COVID either. I mean, if you're old and frail, yeah, maybe. If you're obese, no, the disease is not racist. It's because black people are overweight and obese. Terribly sorry. Look that up. We say that to help people out. Um, the, the virus is racist, my God. <laughs> yeah, the virus, it has sentience. It has sentience, right? It, it chooses people based on race. Oh, uh, Joe Jones for $4.99. Every time I see the golfing post with the middle finger, I think of Michael Douglas crossing the golf course in the movie Falling Down. I have not seen that movie in probably almost 30 years. Uh, that's an older movie. I don't remember that. I remember him ordering from the McDonald's. <clears throat> I remember him shooting the Nazi because he's like, we're not the same. Um, that was a long time ago. Hey, speaking of West Coasters who should be asleep, Atham for two bucks. I went golfing with Caff, Cappy once, and I sucked. You didn't suck, Atham. That's the thing. Uh, you For your first time golfing ever, you weren't bad at all. Um, it's like ballroom dancing. Everybody sucks at the first. It's like sex. It's like anything the first time. You're going to suck at it. But you were not. Your suckiness level was uh, was better than average. You were not that bad. Uh, bacon, $223, $400 golf clubs. Not clubs, club, one. <laughs> Think I'll pass winning? No. Yeah, after a while, see, now that guy was older, retired, and he really liked golfing, and he had a guy. Now, this golf club, if I remember the story correctly, that he paid $400, and that was the discount price. So the thing was more pricey than 400 bucks. And I don't know what titanium alloy, um, antium, you know, shield of uh, Captain America, skeletal frame of Wolverine, composite material that club was made out of. But I just looked at that and I looked at mine, which technically 35 divided by what, 10? My $3 five cent club or 50 cent club that I Literally one one hundredth the price I pay, uh, he paid for his. <laughs> oh, what else we got? Oh, this would be good. Maybe I can make my way out of here. Maybe Cappy can go and we got a lot of articles to get through because they've been building up. Uh, John G, two bucks. Almost lunch. What's next tomorrow? Fuck this. Uh, I don't know. Almost lunch. What's next tomorrow? I don't know. 
vacant for 556. Actually looked up which amendment the mask mandate violates. Turns out it's the 14th. Aside from giving equal rights, my body, my choice, could chop women. Hey, hey, <clears throat> don't fall into this trap. Oh, let's take the voting rights of women away. Right? You should take the voting rights of people who don't pay taxes away. I would leave everybody. It's, it's not uh, bigoted in any way. Are you a producer or a parasite? You're a parasite. You don't get to vote. You're a producer. You do get to vote. Now, admittedly, women as a group have tended to vote away people's rights because women as a group, as a group, would rather trade in freedom for safety, of which you will have neither in the end. But uh, I, I'm, I'm very critical of general people's voting preferences. Absolutely. But don't here introduce a new concept here, guys. Let's go back to the 80s when you didn't talk about everything. Have you noticed everything has to be about fucking race or gender? Have you noticed that? What does that group of people think? What is this? Oh, my gosh. A simple concept. You always immediately your brain goes to thinking about race or gender or politics. Now, that's complement of the left. The media and the left and the teachers. They've indoctrinated you all. Take, a, take apart whether you're conservative, Democrat, socialist, producer, parasite, or libertarian. Just take that all. Black doesn't matter. Can you go through a day where you look at, oh, look at that car. Without having that fucking annoying mosquito of race or gender or traits buzzing into your mind. I remember the 80s. I didn't think about race or gender at all back then. I didn't think about it. Because why would you? You just want to take your BMX bike off of some sweet jumps and find some frogs. And you know what? So did your buddy Jose. So did your buddy Jamal. Everybody liked Michael Jackson. Everybody liked McDonald's. And everyone went roller skating. And there was none of this. Well, how many women you ganging in it? There was none of that shit. None of that. See, now we all got to think about it all the time and every day. I've been trying. It's hard. It's hard because you're swimming in it. You can't. You're swimming in water. Well, ignore the water. It's well, the water's been put here by Democrats, by leftists, because that's all they have. That's all you got to think about. And I'm like, nope. Nope. Not today, Satan. I'm going to just chill out. Just take it. Not going to pay attention. Not at all. Mm hmm. Nope. I'm going to go golf. I'm going to make observations about socioeconomics that has nothing to do with race or gender. I'm just going to say, damn, that guy paid 400 bucks for a golf course. I don't even spend that much on golf fees the entire year. Our always reliable M2PG4 for five bucks. Healthy young people from COVID parties are starting to die per the news. Oh, really? Are they, though? Also, sick people on forums say... There are long-term effects on health. No joke. Yeah, th well, again, I, not to dis, dis, uh, disbelieve you, M2. Is it they say? Let, let's look that up. Kids dying from COVID parties. Florida teen who died from corona attended huge church. Man, 30 dies after attending a COVID party. Okay, New York Times. So that's one data point out of what? The five, 600 people that die... Uh, a day. Oh, I got to log in. No, <laughs> no, New York Times. Uh, after 100 person church going. 
they attended church. Uh, the the main ones I'm getting are about this Florida teen who died. San Antonio doctor. So we have two data points now that someone died of COVID after attending. More young people are getting coronavirus and don't realize how sick they really are. All right. Now, here's what <clears throat> this was written by who? Who's this written by? Tiffany Huertas. All right. Did <laughs> not to sound uh, prejudging. You think a person with the name of Tiffany really delve into the AMA medical reports? How much you want to bet when we read through this article, it's not going to cite any data like, oh, yeah, here empirically, statistically, it's proven. Because this is more young people are getting coronavirus and don't realize how sick they are. Okay, is that, and, and then the, the title above that, San Antonio doctor says young man di died after attending a COVID-19 party. Oh, so the, the two are related now? One of the things that was heart-wrenching that he said to his nurse was, you know, I think I made a mistake, and this young man went to a COVID party. He said, Dr. Jane Appleby, chief medical officer, Methodist Island, a man who died was 30 years old. He didn't really believe. He thought the disease was a hoax. He th no one thinks it's a hoax. Everyone knows it's real. He thought he was young, was invisible, and could get affected by the disease. Appleby said lately, blah, 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 blah. someone will be diagnosed with the uh, Appleby said lately she has been hearing about COVID-19 parties. Someone will be diagnosed with the disease and they'll have a party to invite their friends over to see if they can beat the disease, Dr. Appleby said. Well, geez, can you fucking blame them? Wow. <clears throat> Young people rebelling against their parents. And no offense, boomers, but you can read it through this book's chapters about pointing out the and highlighting the wonderful advice the boomers got the millennials. I, I wonder why young people don't trust you. She said, some young patients don't realize how sick they really are. People will come in and initially they don't look so bad. They don't really look sick. But then you check their oxygen levels. You check their lab tests. They're really sicker than they appear on the surface. Albert, said, if you're not feeling well, have a high fever, cough, and severe muscle aches, you should get help. My plea to my community, especially all our young folks, to take this seriously. Where are you at? Where's the data? You got one guy. And I'd like to see the autopsy on this guy. <clears throat> because the data, <laughs> I know, coming out. Still shows that, yes, while there are some people who are young that die from this, it's very, very much the majority of old, frail people. I, and this woman is a, is a doc. And then Tiffany Huertas. What's, what's her? She's from KSAT. Kazam! Oh, she's a pretty girl. Tiffany Huertas is known for in-depth storytelling her involvement in the community. She comes from the Rio Grande Valley, where she has a weekend anchor reporter for KGBT-TV. Kazam! During her time there, Tiffany covered national stories on immigration, border corruption, and challenges young children in detention centers face. Won the award for hard news from the National Association of Hispanic Journalists in 2016. Oh, I'm sure that's a really coveted thing for a story about cartel couriers in South Texas. Bada, blah, blah. Tiffany is dedicated to the community and loves spending time with her family and friends. Holy fucking worthless, boring, irrelevant. If you were to just disappear into the ether, oh darn, tragic loss to the city world. So they're, they're M2PG. I mean, for the five minutes I looked into it, I, I'm, I'm, it's not conclusive. I'm just going to go with the data that's been released on who's dying and by what age. 
This is a they say. That's a they say. There was an article written about it, and one person was cited. Oh, my God, take it seriously. My cat fell into a tree shredder. Oh, my God, we got to get a government-sponsored program to train cats not to go near tree shredders. Oh, maybe my cat was just that dumb cat and the only cat to die near a tree shredder because it chased after my, I don't know. But it's a statistical anomaly. Oh. Here we go. Bacon for 223. That's the 19th. 14th is equal rights for blacks. I thought 14th was cruel and unusual. Not cruel and unusual. Yeah, cruel and unusual punishment. Oh, who cares? John G, two bucks. I read my boomer dad versus from Enjoy the Decline. <laughs> well, wait, you read versus was he trapped in a nursing home and can't escape or what? Sounds like torture, frankly. <laughs> uh, Jad Ty for five bucks. Morning, Cappy. Quick thoughts on the retail essential master race during the pandemic. Oh, okay. On the retail slash essential master race during the pandemic. These podcasts keep me going during boring day during boring day-to-day tasks. Well, on the retail, retail is essential. You could argue it's not as essential because now we have Amazon. I, let's let's admit it. The Amazon delivery people and the Amazon warehouse workers are more essential than um teachers uh and i guess technically they're more essential than your starbucks people getting you your coffee because you actually do need you know crisis were to really hit you need them to you know amazon to deliver food um that i i don't know i'm, I'm pro them I guess what the essential, the essential, I'm an essential employee. I'm an essential employee is what uh, Jad is talking about. But I guess we could consider it the, one of the superior races. We're a 1099er. We're an essential superior race, that kind of thing. Uh, but it doesn't cut across necessarily STEM or whatever. Like your truck drivers are essential. Um, your um, uh, <clears throat> doctors, obviously medical field is essential. Your warehouse workers are essential. Um, <clears throat> your accountants, I guess, are essential. Uh, your electricians, your tradesmen are essential. So it really runs the, the spectrum uh, from just your service uh, uh, people. You know, yeah, I'd say for mental health, if any other reason, your, your Uber driver, your, your Grubhub guy is essential. All the way to surgeons and doctors and people who keep the electrical grid up. They're all essential. What essential is pointed out, though, it has really exposed the asses uh, of people with the pants down who's not, which is basically your government employees and your teachers and your professors. I mean, it, it truly is. Or and it's not so much essential employees, but things we, we just really don't need to do anymore, like commute. It's also exposed middle management and the Karens. And I need to see it. those type of people are totally not essential. Middle management, you could say, are not essential. Um, they're starting to lay off a lot of people who make the six figs and all. It's like, oh yeah, <clears throat> this is show. We've had to like become resourceful, and in our process of becoming resourceful, we found a lot of fat and bloat. But the the main difference between the essential master race and the unessential master race is the essential master race are people that provide things of value to society. And the unessential are your teachers and professors. I mean, that's that's really what it is. 
I'm kind of in the middle. I'm, I'm really not essential, but we found out whether you're an artist, uh, uh, internet personality, some kind of entertainment, I guess it's not essential, but people are going to it. Um, you know, Good Morning Corona Chan just came out of a fart racing like a racehorse, but it came, I mean, it was like, ah, now here we all are. It's probably more popular than my other podcasts. Uh, but, um, you know, I wouldn't dare call myself essential. Uh, but yeah, the, the essential master race are people that we need. And I'm sorry, I, I cannot emphasize this enough because I'll never forgive teachers because they took away my childhood. Neither should you. Everyone should hate teachers because they stole our fucking childhood. And for some of you, they lied to you and brainwashed you, ruining at least half your life because you operate from this false premise that we should have free shit. I'm going to major in pu petting puppy studies and all that other crap. Yeah, whatever you want, the money will follow. Oh, those people. <laughs> if I had to go to prison for 13 years, I think they should be rounded up and put in a real prison uh, for just, just the lies. Uh, but now it shows you, yeah, we have the technology. We have the technology. We, have the, we can make them better, faster, stronger. You don't need teachers. You don't need social workers. You don't need these armies of worthless, talentless slobs going out there, nannying. and like, God, I, I wish you could say that. Well, here's another one that's been proven completely unnecessary, though companies are going to keep them around. These are CSR, HR types, more the CSR. Like, oh, where did all that sucking minority, Democrat, socialist, environmentalism, feminism dick get you? Where did, where did being the good little socialist get you guys? Oh, did you did you get your building torn down? Did you get looted? Do more virtue signaling. That'll save you. They all thought that that would be uh, Passover. They thought it was going to be Passover. Well, if you put, what was it, a sheep's blood on the door? The, the angel of death would pass over you and then go kill all the, the other people. That's what you guys thought. They're, look, look, I'm a good virtue signaling liberal. You people, I see it in the suburbs occasionally. You you people in the suburbs think that little Black Lives Matter, fa uh, uh, not flag, but the yard sign is going to prevent the people from taking over your otherwise very nice looking house with your very nice looking cars. You think they're going to care? Because, by the way, you didn't know if you knew this or not, Black Lives Matter, the organizational group, not the philosophy, <clears throat> which I happen to agree with. Yes, Black Lives Matter. But the group, uh, not composed of black people predominantly, psychopathic Marxist leftists who are white or other races, too. You could even say the black people within Black Lives Matter. It, it really isn't about race. They want your shit. That's it. The phrase is merely the facade. Like feminists. You know what feminism is about? They want your shit. They don't want to work for a living. And that's why they always clamor for more. And then, like the cowards they are, if you say, no, you can't have my shit, they come and say, why do you hate women, misogynist? <clears throat> Isn't it all interesting, all these trait groups, all these trait politic groups, None of them are like, let's cut taxes and increase spending on defense and increase spending on roads and cut corporate tax and let's let's make more money. Let's produce more freedom. Isn't it interesting that none of them, there's not like a Republican arm of the feminist political movement. There's not like a Republican arm 
of the uh, Black Liberation or I'm sorry, Black Lives Matter. Isn't it interesting? There's no policy or group of people like, yeah, let's have lower taxes. I like it. It's all about money. Environmentalism. I don't know if you guys know, but the Green Party, another perfect example, the Green Party. You would think, well, environmentalism. Yeah. Some conservatives are actually for environmental. Oh, yeah, we'll keep our forests and our lakes and streams clean. And yeah, who wants to pollute? Who wants to throw garbage? But then all the policies are all about increasing taxes. Like it's never like, oh, half on lower taxes, half on higher taxes. And they really focus on, on the environment. No, it's we want more money. Get it? You see? Huh? You see? You pick up on that? <clears throat> That's all the teachers are. All right. Young Sykes, welcome back. Thanks for the 10 bucks, Young Sykes. The virus can get you in barbershops, restaurants, nail shop, bars, in your friend's house. But did you know that if you go to Walmart, you're magically immune from the virus and no one gets it? I Do we have to talk about mask shit? Do we, <sighs> Politicians need to look like they're doing something. In addition to politicians, you have all these people that aren't doctors or medical people. They majored in public health administration or health management. And now this is their time to shine. Like, okay, okay, everyone, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing, everybody, everybody. I did a study. I've studied this, okay? They're handing down dictates because they need to feel like they're doing something. It's <clears throat> no different than why we have a multi-billion dollar light rail train system being built in the Twin Cities when we're not Chicago. And it makes absolutely no, they have to be doing something. So it looks like they're doing something at all costs, right? It is more important to satiate their egos than it is to do what is right for the population. Now, the population, by the way, if you didn't know, and a reason I will be probably looking to at least have a piece of property outside the United States, is because over the past 50 years, Americans have gone from eh, to the biggest group of brainwashed pussies there has ever been. You got that gal. How is this a picture of some psychopathic woman spreading her vagina and showing it to cops? How is that a thing? <laughs> it should be completely dismissed. That's a crazy lady. I mean, get her into an institution. Uh, she's got issues. Find her dad, right? <clears throat> uh, that's your... Not your average American, but that's how far the American people have degraded. That's how far they've they've gone down. Right? And they will do anything they're told. They will follow whatever dictates they're told. Even the strong, independent, I'm a conservative man and my daughter, daughter, okay, immediate, whatever you want, sweetheart. You go major in, in hating your father's studies over at St. Kate's and St. Paul. Go to McAllister. Go to any one of those places. Daddy will fork over the money because nothing's too good for What? I have privilege? Okay. Da, da, da. That. And those are your rebels. Those are your Republicans. That's what's. <laughs> so. Who cares? They're going to do whatever. Oh, I need a mask here? Okay. I don't need oh, I should get a mask anyway because I might offend some people. And I fuck it. Duh. See, I, this is, why, why do you got to worry about this? Why do we got to worry about this today? This isn't our problem. Why should we worry? Fuck this. We're not going to worry about this. 
yes, there will be hypocrisy and contradictory standards no matter where you see it in the United States today. Heck, you go from one city to the next and they'll have a whole different set of rules. I just don't care. I, I don't care. It got me angry yesterday. I was golfing yesterday. I had a great time, great day. <clears throat> and I went to a restaurant and they're supposed to be open and also it says we're open. Oh, okay. So I go and I pull on door, it's locked. Well, that was the thing it says it said we're open. Oh, but then they printed off a sign with this size font. So, oh, due to Corolla, we're not we can, but we'll gladly serve you through the drop. Fuck you. Like, nope. Nope. Everyone should be eating at home. I was talking to the GF about this. There was Oh, what was it? A week ago, I just wanted to get lunch. And I had to go to five places to find a place that either was open, didn't require some fucking masks. Oh, call our number and we'll run it. No, fuck you. Just fuck you. Uh, because it, it, it's all hit and miss. All hit and miss. This past weekend, I do remember, I walked in, got my food at several places. It was perfectly fine. Got coffee, got food, people were open, everything was fine. And then all of a sudden, uh, the next day, I must be in the wrong town. All of a sudden, like, oh, no, we can't open it. We'll gladly download our app. Take a scan the QR. Do you want my money or not? You don't? Cool. Set up all these little hoops for the little slaves and the sheep to jump through. Not me. But now, people, you should all be just going and, and eating at home. Go to the grocery store, make your food, fuck the restaurants. If restaurants are going to be this stupid and inconsistent, fuck, they oh, my God, the service industry is dying. Bars are closing. Restaurants are closing. Cool. Why don't you make it easy for us to give you our fucking money? This is like trying to advertise on conservative or libertarian websites. They just don't want your money. You can reach out to them say, hey, I got this great product. I'm willing to pay you. Got it. Crickets chirping. Again, because your average American is a fucking moron, including those people on, quote, the right. Just because they happen to pull the right, correct trigger on the voting machine, <clears throat> sometimes that's debatable. It doesn't mean there's any intelligence behind there. It doesn't mean that, geez, would you like yet another grain of sand to go on the weight of scales to say everyone's a fucking moron, even the Republicans and conservatives and libertarians? How hard has it been for me to get a pastor to give me fucking sermons, all right? A legitimate pastor to give me fucking sermons. So we could go online, online, the irony. All these, all these pastors, well, not a lot, I know a handful of pastors. Oh, we're going online. Even had a question from a, say, and I'm like, yeah, what's your question? Well, you, you go, how do you do the internet line? And I'm like, didn't I ask you to do this for me like three years ago? Well, no, but you see, there's a real church. It's like, oh, my God. Fuck you, people. <laughs> I just, just got it. You know, it's operator here. Just here's your dope. Here's your heroin, people. Give me your fucking money. And now I'm going to find some quiet little village in Croatia somewhere. And I'm going to be left the fuck alone. And I'm just going to watch all you idiots fumble about. Heaven help us. It'll be three years from now, y'all. Th this thing will still be around. You'll be wearing your masks every spring and summer during flu season. But it's not the flu. Juan Corbera. Hey, Juan, what's up? <clears throat> $1.99. Use the race card 
using the race card, no masks, trans if necessary. I think I don't think you have to go with trans. You don't pull yourself off as trans, Juan. You don't look it. Um, but you got the race card. Look, you only need one card. You don't need a bunch of cards. You, you just need one. Uh, bacon556 of the goddamnbacon.com. Show me a young person that died of coronavirus, and I'll show you someone that had an underlying issue or dies via grand piano accident after testing. Yeah, I know. I want to see. And to, and to show you there's no journalistic integrity anymore that uh, Tiffany, Tiffany Taco or whatever the hell her name was, uh, did she do any follow-up as to, like, well, what was the underlying cause? What did the autopsy say? Like, we don't even know if that kid died of coronavirus. And that's a legit, hey, why, he died? Better find out. Was it coronavirus? What did the autopsy say? <clears throat> or did we just conveniently forget that Miss one-time winner of the South uh, Johnson County Hispanics who are left-handed journalism award on Tuesdays? Award-winning. That's another thing. Let's, let's go through it. Studies say that doesn't mean anything. Research suggests... That doesn't mean anything. And the other thing means award-winning. That means nothing because awards, especially when everybody gets a participation trophy, everyone has an award. So they say, studies show, research suggests, award-winning. Oh, best-selling author. That's another one that's a lie. Do you know how many best-selling author, authors have sold less books than me? Pretty much all of them. Unless I looked up Stephen King, who obviously is a best-selling author. But these numbers are a best-selling author. Frank Frankerson. Oh, take buy my book. I'm a best-selling author. And I look up, I'm like, dude, my shittiest book sold 10 times more your book. You have three reviews. What are you talking about? <clears throat> Scooby-Doo-Doo. Scrolling up. I'm going to make this a quick one. Young Sykes, two bucks. Exactly, Cappy. This crap is pissing me off. Guys, we don't have to. <clears throat> just try it. Look, pot calling the kettle black. I'm a hypocrite on this because I just, it's hard, man. It's hard every fucking day to wake up and have a good day because there's so much, frankly, stupid people. Ranging, not even necessarily politics, but it could be driving slow in the left lane. To the idiot, like you're waiting for the. I saw that she's paying in, in cash and coin. Uh, to the lady in the drive-through, did you want a diet coke? Yes. What size? I just ordered it. Do you not have your system down? A, a medium diet coke as well. Just give me a diet coke. Why are we wasting time? To oh, we're we're open. No, we're not. To then the political stuff that you hear nonstop on the news. Just turn the news off. Turn off CNN. Turn off Fox News. Turn off Zero Edge. Turn off Drudge Report. You know, I'm trying to, like, find podcasts. You know, I, I've been tuning into world-class bullshitters, even there. Because what they got to focus on is the threat directly to their precious industry that they love and cherish. You know, the geekery and the movie and the video game industry. Where that's also being co-opted by politics was it? The Last of Us 2, Star Wars. Even that, you can't escape it. Bacon for 556. I've started with the stories going full Nazi over mass. Do you want my money or not? Good. 
actually dropped my food on the floor at Safeway last night. Good. Good for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I just don't get it. I mean, what? Has there been enough government money and parents have taken care of enough generations of children? Then those children, as they grow up as adults, were taken care of by the government or like stayed in college and academia. So their student loans kind of like, in other words, no one really worked to support themselves anymore. So we have become completely delinked or decoupled from the value of a dollar. Like I remember me and my buddy were walking on campus and I, someone wallet must have opened or something. And it was a windy day. And all of a sudden there's like a couple, it was a five and a, a $10 bill and some ones. And me and him, even though we're buddies, we start running and pushing each other out of the way. You had this instinctual connection of like, that's time. That saves me time. I can get stuff like free shit. And I, I grab it and he grabs some. I'm like, how much you get? And I go, ah, oh, dang, you got more than me. I'm still happy about it. Would, would that have happened today? A bunch of money's blowing around. Would people go grab it? Would, would it, uh, when, um, what's his name? Uh, the Joker and the Keaton, uh, Jack Nicholson, Batman, just throwing all the money around. Would people go for that? Or say it's only the government will take care of it. We'll get bailed out. Like, you don't, nobody wants money. Nobody wants hustle. <clears throat> I was, um, Uncensored TV, uh, it's got a lot of controversial figures. Uh, Jim Goad, uh, mustache guy, Kevin McGinnis, um, and it's uncensored TV. And I'm, I'm trying to find other platforms uh, in part because that's obviously my target demographic is people that want to listen to controversial or just interesting things. They don't want to like have it sanitized. They maybe just like cursing. They may not even agree with what's being said. But I'm like, okay, they're starting out. That's my target audience uh, in some ways. So reach out to them. I'd say, hey, how much? It says, contact us, advertising. All right. Hey, I'm interested in advertising. Nothing. Nothing. And I'm kind of like, Yo, look, and it's so rare. Terrence, here's here's who your main main advertisers are. Terrence Pop will get back to you. Uh, Turk Flingy Monkey will get back to you. Sam Ann. We'll get back to you. Um, who's, there's another major one. Oh, Better Bachelor. We'll get back to you. And I'm, now I'm grasping. I'll get back to you. Masculine Geeks will get back to you. Um, I, I, and maybe it's only on one hand. One hand. And, and you got to really wonder, like, man, you guys don't like money. How professional are you? Like, is this, is this even going to happen? Like, do you? And then they wonder why they don't last. YouTube demonetized my videos. Well, I guess you should have, like, advertised, huh? Maybe, huh? Remember the time I reached out to you? I was willing to pay you money? Well, that's harder than just make a clicky-click monetized video. Now I got to, like, put together a commercial. I got to put it in there. I got to talk to the things. Yeah. Young Sykes, two bucks. Exactly, Cap. Oh, no, I already did that one. <clears throat> There's bacon, cheese bacon. Uh, very generous today. The competent man, uh, five bucks. I hope this never end. This never ends. If it would mean I couldn't work remote, I also find it concerning that even you are working on a plan for moving out of the United States. I've always had that in the back of my mind, but but it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. 
you can have lofty thoughts of like, man, screw this, this is a Democrat. But if you can't eat, <laughs> I was a security guard ballroom dancer living in a basement, you know? <laughs> sometimes I work as a banker too. I mean, sometimes there were good times and there were bad times. But when, when you're just trying to get by and you can't even, like, what are you going to do in a foreign country, especially if you don't speak the language? You know, you, you got to, you got to build up enough, you know, it's like launching a rocket to escape Earth's gravitational pull. You need enough fuel, you know, enough freedom, enough time to go and figure that out. You know, by the time I got back from teaching ballroom dance or, you know, doing whatever, I was tired. You have to sleep. You get to do it all over again. And this is why if you have kids that you can't afford, you're just fucked. You are just fucked. I don't even care if the government pays for it. Your time, you are fucked. <clears throat> so I, you, can't, you can't really come to asshole consulting after the fact. I mean, you can. I'm like, well, here's the best way to salvage the situation. But, yeah, I've always had that intention. But now especially so. And, it, you know, it has nothing to do with riots even. That, that, that really doesn't. Because even people have rioted in the past. Look at U.S. history. That's, that's not, it's just the, the rest of the culture is getting so dumb and slow. Where again, people are driving in the left lanes, and now it's everybody. It's not your immigrants who don't know how to drive and they're a little bit timid, which I get. It's everybody. It's husbands and fathers paying their daughter's way to get worthless degrees on the tune of quarter million dollars, and then the little girl goes and becomes a flight attendant. It's seeing all the people I try, like, hey, we're on the same team, and everyone is a fucking pussy and cuck, and they just do the complete opposite. Kids go off the dumb degrees and I'm like, no, you know what? And and I think the, the the biggest thing that probably made me make this now, this is I have people I have men working on what men? Top men working on this. It's looking at at least the official world of the media with all the corporations and virtue signalers, like we're just gonna give money to black people and we're gonna give preferential treatment to black people beyond what affirmative action and it's it's noble, though I disagree with them intentions, where they just all took the knee. It's like, no, you are letting people burn and riot shit. We got an article here. They found a body in a burnt out pawn shop in the Twin Cities. Yay. <clears throat> I, I just, it's like, oh, okay. So main institutions are now just like acting irrationally. And when you act irrationally, you misallocate resources. And when you misallocate resources, you get crippling depressions. You think this COVID shit is bad. Wait till the fucking dipshit that came up with the Gillette ad is president and CEO of every major corporation. Not that individual, but that woke Gen Xer who knows nothing except diversity, pull the diversity, pull the diversity, pull the diversity. Oh, my God, we're so woke. We care about the environment. Buy our shit. Oh, it's it's an organic Ford. Yeah, our tires are made from recycled rubber. Whatever the fuck. And that's not too far off. Oh, the start-stop cars. Well, that, that's fun. I'm done. No, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I just, I go out every day and it's like, like, I, I just, I don't know. I got road rash and people are pouring alcohol on me. It's just painful to see like what, I don't know about you guys, but I think it's probably the same thing. But what I could do, what I was able to do 20 years ago, at least in terms of work, and now I got nothing but roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And the universal uh, uh, unifying trait they all have is they're fucking idiots. And not to say that if I go to 
wherever, Bulgaria or some other place, it's going to be better. Uh, but and, and here's another one. I'm sick and tired of seeing ugly people. That includes fat people, but I'm sick and tired of seeing every fucking common sheep out there with a fucking, and okay, a tattoo here or there, <clears throat> but sleeves, piercings, ugly hair. Yeah, I like the female form. I'm sick and tired of seeing fat fucking masculine women all over the place. I want to see a pretty girl. I want to see a girl in a dress. She don't even have to be pretty. There was one gal who was actually uh, older at the grocery store. Not the one in the blue dress. This happened again. An elderly lady had a nice dress on. I'm like, God bless you. <clears throat> Didn't say that. But I just, I, I just want to go and see beauty, be it the architecture, the cars, not marred by bumper stickers, the fashion and the people. I just, I don't care where I go. Or, or just etiquette. Pe people shitting in the streets. People standing on the highways. Some dumb broad exposing your vag to cops. And that, I get to see that on Yahoo News. That's got, that's newsworthy. Crazy woman exposes vagina to cops. That, that somehow is making the rounds. Ah, uh, no. Judd Grover, two bucks. I won the award for best person named Judd Grover. <laughs> Ten times running, right? You've, you've won it every year. The Charles Montgomery Burns Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Kevin McComa, our resident socialist, two bucks. Wear a mask. Keep yourself and others safe. Yeah, okay. I am cheering on Corona Chan. I am. Bacon, 223. Kevin McComa, over their dead bodies, wear a mask. Is that it? Are we caught up on that? We are. All right. <clears throat> Let's get to the sponsors because they've been very good and very kind to us. Uh, as always, share the great gospel of the great and merciful Corona Chan so that your friends' souls might be saved. Uh, also, I have a seminar coming up, the Rule Zero Vegas Seminar. Um, if you're interested in attending, that's $999. Bucks. You're like, oh, my gosh, that's pricey. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I understand if you, you don't want to attend at that price. <clears throat> but it's me and nine other guys, including Rolo Tomasi, Rich Cooper, Ryan Stone, John Somnes, uh, Sterling Cooper, Modern Life John, and who else? Forgot. I gotta go study up on those guys. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so those guys are gonna be speaking uh, two days, early October. Um, and it's not just gonna be a seminar. We're all gonna hang out and do cool stuff later. Each speaker has their own field trip is what I'm calling it. Uh, we can go hang out and do that. Mine is going to be uh, a big-ass hike up a mountain. We're going to get to see a really cool view of Red Rock Canyon and Vegas. Please train for that. I'm calling it Cappy's Death March. And uh, so there you go. Uh, a lot of people have been asking, well, if I know your stuff, is it still worth it? One, the seminar or the speech I'm delivering will be all new stuff. And I got to start researching that as well, putting together the numbers. And... Um, so that, that isn't going to be worth $999. <clears throat> I, I'm going to try to have it be worth $999 because it will save you $999 down the road over the course of your life. Uh, but I'm sure that if you were to listen to all the advice and put it into practice, that's the other thing. You can't just say, oh, yeah, do this, feel good because I attended a seminar. You have to put it into practice. Yeah, if you put what's into practice, yeah, I guarantee you, you're going to come out ahead. 
Um, but more, more importantly, it's just to be like hanging out with a bunch of guys that, you know, are like-minded for a change. It's uh, going to be a nice big breath of fresh air from all this insanity and BS. I think that camaraderie is, is probably the biggest selling point. But again, I understand 999 bucks. That's a bit pricey. Although now, not, I, I, how, how can I put this? I'm trying to put this correctly. I was on uh, Red Pill Men's Health. Look up the channel, Red Pill Men's Health. A guy named Greg, he runs the show over there. Uh, he also has a, a channel, Red Pill Men's Health, the website. And uh, he was talking about how there's all these PUA artists out there uh, scamming other people on how to get girls and things like that. And he's like, well, we got to stop. And he, he disagreed with it. And I'm, I'm not disagreeing with him either. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of scammy seminars out there not just pickup artists but there's you know it's a very thin line between pyramid scams or mlm scams and you know a, a tony robbins feel-good speech where it's like yeah okay but but in the end you gotta you gotta i don't know if there's this guy who says do the work and he might be one of the speakers there but he had he had a legitimate complaint that yeah look there's all these scam artists out there and they're selling you like oh take my thing and you'll meet girls da, 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 da. <clears throat> And I'm kind of like, yeah, but whose fault is it for signing up for that? Like, and, and like, who, who's this guy? Do I, you know, why would I trust this person? Can I get it online for free? Again, why I'm doing something different and unique. This is not on the internet. This is new stuff. And so I'm like, and it's not our responsibility. Like, you know, people want to pay for a seminar and it turns out to be scammy. Well, well too bad. I'm, you know, going to tell, this is not going to be scammy. The reason why the reason why is because I, again, don't know if you knew this guy. He says, do the work. And him and I have had many conversations about how everyone is looking for the cheat code. Right? I've gone at great lengths. Remember how people kept approaching me on how do I get the girl saw? I said, fuck you. You're a lazy fuck. This is why you attend these seminars. You don't want to do the work. You want to find the easy way out. You think I have this magic pill because you're too much of a fucking coward to go to the gym. Now, I don't know if you knew this or not, but me and I can't vouch for all the other guys. Uh, but that's kind of a message of like, this is all great in theory, but you must do the work. And so I would say this rule zero uh, seminar is more legitimate. This is not a pickup artist thing. Uh, by the way, I will be promoting Donovan Sharp's new video coming out. Uh, not video, uh, seminar he's doing on um, Teachable. And yes, I'm getting paid. And yes, that's the reason I'm doing it. And yeah, it's also because I think Donovan Sharp is right. And no one is putting a gun to your... See, I'm not speaking to my main audience. I'm, I'm talking to the people. Oh my God, I knew Clary would do it. Oh my God, Clary's making money. I am going to make as much money as I possibly can. And you have the choice to either attend or not. Okay, whether it's a seminar I'm coming out with, which is going to be happening, whether I'm speaking down at Rule Vegas or I'm sorry, Rule Zero in Vegas, whether you want to listen to those guys, whether you want to sign for Donovan Sharp's class, you don't have to take it. All I could say is for me, when I put together a seminar, I try to add value. And it's not, oh, here's the Slicky Slickerson's way to get the, which I agree with. Uh, 
and me and uh, uh, Greg, we didn't have even that much of a, dis a disagreement. We disagreed, but it was it wasn't an argument. We had a very good coverage. Check out his site, <clears throat> right? Search him on YouTube, Red Pill Men's Health. He's got a significant amount of followers, and he puts out a fair amount of content. Um, he's a little more MGTOWy. He got butchered uh, in the divorce market. <laughs> it was, I think, uh, him and, and uh, Terrence Pop. I, I think Terrence Pop might have gotten butchered a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a it's a tragic story about a guy named Greg who worked really hard and sticked his dick and crazy. All right, that's enough. That's enough. And then he had some kids. The woman divorced him, and he discovered the red pill. Uh, the subscribe star dot <clears throat> uh, com slash Aaron Clary that is up. By the way, did you know I'm trying to make money? I don't know if you knew that. All the vaginas sit down. Okay. I don't want you to be upset. I don't want sand in your vaginas, but I'm trying to make money. Did you know that? I'm trying to make money. Anyway, subscribestar.com slash Aaron Cleary. If you want to donate some money, you can go there. There's some behind the wall, paywall stuff over there. Um, I've uploaded all the old stuff from Patreon, including Mary Jo's pinup. I do not have uh, Sanity is the Future of Wealth. I don't have that up there yet, um, but that will be. Uh, also, I have a BitChute channel <clears throat> that has nothing on it. I do have a Discord that has nothing on it. And then Common Sense Coffee, if you want Common Sense Coffee, or you just want coffee that is Common Sense, basically not Marxist leftist shit, go to Common Sense Coffee, get the guy. He said, hey, sign up for the affiliate program. One of these days I'll put that in. Because, again, don't know if you knew this, I want to make money. How do you do it? Oh, my God. Uh, bu -bu -bu. Better Bachelor, check out Better Bachelor on YouTube. Again, also contact him if you'd like to advertise. He's very expensive because he's got a lot of traffic, but he'll get back to you. Yeah, and here's Greg, redpillmenshealth.com. <clears throat> um, I will do that later. There's a job board called Unwoke where employers are looking for not Marxist lawsuit prone SJWs to come work for them, but we'll talk about that later. Turd Flinging Monkey. You can check out his channel on BitChute, but also consider his book, 13 Rules Not to Be a Fucking Cuck. That's available on Amazon, paperback, Kindle, and audio. Um, I read it, listened to it, actually, and it's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, it's uh, If you tune into my channel, you probably don't need it, but if you're new to all this red pill alternative philosophy type of stuff, um, go ahead and uh, get that book. I will warn you now, Mr. Monkey is uh, anti-female right to vote or anti-woman's rights. Uh, again, that's where him and I disagree. Um, he, he also, I, if I recall correctly, I know that he does have a sex doll, uh, which makes the show he has all that much more entertaining. Because they're like, okay, this is a bizarre world. We're in a different world here. Uh, but that is also in the book. And as much as it throws like a needle off the record on the book, it's different. It's a different philosophy. And it, if, you, if you want something unconventional, you might want to get that book, 13 Rules Not to Be a Cuck. So the first couple, not first couple, first two-thirds of the book is about agency, sovereignty, philosophy, getting bad people out of your life, owning your own life. You don't have to do anything for anyone. Uh, and then, then there's two more. Where he had to fit it in there. He had to fit it in. Should women have the right to vote? I'm like, ah, oh, TFM. Okay. But anyway, take a look at the channel. I find it highly entertaining. Check that out there. Terrence Pop. Check out Terrence Pop. He's on BitChute as well. 
Um, he's on YouTube, but everybody is kind of migrating over there. Um, I got to check out, see where Stefan Molyneux went. But our good buddy, Bad Pop, I think if you guys know him, spelled P-O-P-P, check out his channel on BitChute and alternative platforms. Also, check out his book, Killer of Killers. That has nothing to do with politics. A fresh breath of air that had nothing to do with politics. <clears throat> and then another book by uh, Eric, I guess, about Dolorier, Investing Equanimity, the Logic and Wisdom of the Permanent Portfolio. If you are looking for a very simple, you, hey, Clary, this is my financial situation, da, da, da. And I say, okay, you want me to analyze your financial situation? It's going to be 100 bucks. Whoa, uh, you got something a little more simple. Yeah, this book. Now, I'd also tell you pay off your debts and da, 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 and it's worth the money you pay me at asshole consulting. But if, if you're willing to spend the time to read this book, this is very interesting. It's very simple investment philosophy. Um, I don't know, 200 pages. Yeah, just shy of 200 pages. Consider, uh, consider getting Eric's book. It's on Amazon.com. Uh, Mark, hang on. How to get the girls. How to get the girls is this it how to get the girls damn it i gotta pull that up dang it mark oh there it is oh wait is this it <clears throat> was a texting jeez this goes and goes and goes and goes all right i'll link to this it says magnetic messaging i'll put this in the chat room it's basically text game if you want to learn text game there it is i don't know if that's i think it's marks if it isn't i just sent the link to somebody else i'm too old for text game i don't like it because or, or this because it's way overkill I know for a lot of you guys, the only way now to meet girls is online. Um, but I don't know. I would just throw in the towel. I, uh, I wouldn't do that. Uh, and then there's a coding school. Uh, Rodrigo's coding school. It's, hang on. I'm trying to get the link. It's the website doors, D-O-R-S, codingschool.com. All right. Uh, Rodrigo was a client of mine. He, I said, try boot camp, <clears throat> programming boot camp. He did it. He liked it. He says, I could do better. So now that he's a programmer, uh, he's also got a side hustle where he's going to offer a coding boot camp in Python, I believe it is. So if you don't want to go to school, you got a little bit extra time, or you just want to dabble, consider Doors Coding School, D-O-R-S Coding School dot com. <laughs> And then uh, let's go through all the different podcasts that you can listen to. Silvio Canto at Canto Talk, C-A-N-T-O. He also has a book called Cubanos in Wisconsin. It's a story about how he moved from Cuba to Wisconsin, became a Green Bay Packers fan. Yes, that is true. Dr. David Perodin at safetyphd.com and the flagship site of 405media.com. Check out 405media.com if you're looking for a suite of different podcasts you can listen to. Uh, pushingrubberdownhill.com. Take a look at pushingrubberdownhill.com, where my good friend Adam Piggott has his book, blog, blog, and podcast by the same name. His book is probably the most important out of all those. Pushing Rubber Downhill. That's the name of the book. Um, it is the hero's journey. 
And it's something that you need to read, I would say, akin to The Way of Men and The Rational Male by Roald Tomasi and Bachelor Pad Economics, because that's actually putting it into practice. It's a story of a crazy Australian who hopped on a crotch rocket to ride across the Oz when he reached over in Sydney and found his ex-girlfriend. She was banging a black guy. No, that's not the story. But she did break up with him when he was out her door because it was before the cell phones. And he drove all the way across Australia to get the girls. Uh, masculine Geek, the goddamn bacon we've mentioned before. Uh, Jack Napier on YouTube, Red Evening, same podcast. Rob Says at robsays.net. The Black Brigade Debrief with DT and Not the Man. You can find that on YouTube. Or you could just go to blackbrigade.org. <clears throat> and then academic composition, go to academiccomposition.com. If you want to have somebody else write your papers for you, Alex's team of writing staff will write your papers for you so that you don't have to allow you to go do things like, I don't know, get laid or actually study something worthwhile. Um, he's always looking for writers and advertisers, or marketers rather. The job is not fun, but you can do it from home. So you got there. And then Bunker Basics, go to bunkerbasics.com with Bunker Bob if you want to. Learn about preparation, survival, uh, and it's no BS with Bunker Bob. He just gives you the straight dope, and if you're a little bit worried that the cops won't protect you because you have a Democrat mayor or governor, well, then maybe you should go to Bunker Basics and get the hell out of it. And don't buy property where you don't have – if you can't protect your property because, oh, you got to, like, leave when the horde comes, you know, because if you kill them, you're the murderer. Yeah, you don't own your property. So fuck those states. So go to BunkerBasics.com and get your basics there. And The Science of Mastering Women by Linda Gross. If you search Linda Gross in podcast, she has a very interesting podcast, very good podcast, and also her book, The Science of Mastering Women. If, if there is a cheat code, this is it because it's more researched. She's gone through all the different statistics and studies and research and not, not study show or something you see on pop psychology websites. She's actually gone through the amount of number and data in the trust. This is great. It still does not forgive you of your responsibility to go and work hard and be tall <laughs> and make major in the right shit and get your finances together. You still have to do the work, but this is some other techniques and tactics that you can do. And that's it. Uh, I'll go through my books later. I don't really want to go through them right now. Catch up on the super chats, make sure there aren't any lingering Ryan Miles for five bucks. I went to Cambodia. The country is poor, but the people are surprisingly normal. Life there seems idealistic compared to the States. Yeah, because they got to work for a living. They don't just have copious amounts of food lying around. You actually have to respect one another and work as a team. You can't be some government grant sponge twat like the gal with her crotch open. I guarantee you she doesn't work for a living. And guarantee you the uh, the the... the What's the word I'm looking? The opulent amount of taxpayer money that went to support that worthless body with a pea-sized brain stuck in it somewhere. Uh, she wouldn't be doing that if she had to like work to eat. <clears throat> That's what I want. I'll gladly bring my wealth and my GDP to whatever country it is. Hey, you don't have a lot of Americans living here that make you know you're a programmer. You make two hundred dollars an hour. I'll come here. I'll employ all you people to build me a nice shack over there. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for your laundry services and this and that. I'll bring employment to you. 
and I'll just shut up and let you guys do your things. I'm, I'm not going to interrupt anything. And no, I'm not going to touch your women. I just want to be left alone. Do you got electricity? Cool. You got people that respect each other and don't shit in this. Dude, step number one of clear. Never had this before when I was at Coms and did sovereign risk analysis. You know, filter number one. Are people allowed to shit in the streets? They are off my list. Putin has got to be laughing his ass off, man. <clears throat> Go. Don't think I missed any. All right, I think we're caught up. Um. <clears throat> New York Post body found in Minneapolis pawn shop that was torched in the George Floyd protest. All I want to say about this is you must understand that SJW's desire to protest and masturbate to themselves and their ideology of parasitism. I, I just, just the number of instances of hypocrisy where somebody's parasitic life is more valuable than somebody else's life who's working in a pawn shop. Um, and that person celebrates their parasitism in the form of a religion of socialism. They actually derive value from them being parasites. But now they're murderers, too. <clears throat> You're not dealing with sane people. You're dealing with psychotic NPCs. They do not respond to reason. Or, and they are ultimately arrogant. I don't think we got to go through that. Um, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's removing racist packaging after online petition. Uh, the uh, Update, the company has responded to calls to change the packaging on its international products with the following statement. While this approach to product naming may have been rooted in a lighthearted attempt at inclusiveness, we recognize that it may not now have a, that it may now have the opposite effect, one that is contrary to the welcoming, rewarding customer experience. We strive every day to create every day, said Kenya Friend Daniel, hyphenated name, National Director of Public Relations for Trader Joe's. With this in mind, we made the decision several years ago to use only the Trader Joe's name on our products moving forward. Since then, we have been in the process of updating older labels, replacing any variations with the name Trader Joe's. We'll continue to do so until we complete this important work. So I'll give you the short version. Trader Joe's, which I actually have come to learn has a brilliant business model. Lower prices, good food. I actually have no problem shopping at certain Trader Joe's. You have to go to the right ones where the remainder of hot chicks are, not the ones where the old washed-up boomer hippies and their gray-haired armpit women go shopping. And you just got to hold your nose a little bit because when you walk in, they and you, you have to understand why they do this. So it's, it's not that hard to do it. But you got to kind of hold your nose, not only because of the smell of patchouli, but it's all organic and oh my God, and everyone's super nice. And my bullshit radar detector immediately goes up. I don't trust anyone that nice. And it is all fake. It's all fake because everyone got, Trader Joe's doesn't have to worry about this. I'll tell you what Trader Joe's did because it's irrelevant. Trader Joe's does not have to worry about losing its clientele because people don't shop at Trader Joe's because it's good, affordable, and it's a brilliant business plan. They go there to say they shop at Trader Joe's. It's a club. I go to Trader Joe's. 
I'm smarter than you. I care more. That's all it is. Because where are people going to go? Whole Foods? You can't afford Whole Foods. <laughs> and it's more environment. They care. And it's a community where family are like, I got my own family. Okay. I got my own family. So you go in there, you look around, people are going there only to brag that they shop at Trader Joe's. However, the people of Trader Joe's know that. The actual employers, they know that. They're capitalists. They make their money, man. They're like every grocery store, they're paying attention to margins. Just like the owner of Whole Foods before he sold, and I'm sorry, the CEO of Whole Foods before he sold out to uh, Bezos, he was a libertarian. They were shocked to find out he was for lower taxes. That's not the Whole Foods way. In Trader Joe's, it's actually the same thing. Now, I could say that and tell all the people in the world of Trader Joe's, they're just there to take your money all right, and to give you an experience, to make you think you're part of this club or that you're a better superior person because you shop at Trader Joe's. You're so eccentric. They're doing that to you. They know that. <clears throat> but I know you people. You have nowhere else to go but to shop at Trader Joe's. Now, if you're intellectually honest like me and you go to Trader Joe's, that's eh, a pretty good price for that. They got great pricing. It increases standards of living. I think it's brilliant. They're doing more to help out the economy and poor people and everyone else by increasing their purchasing power. No problems with that whatsoever. I cheer that on. Right? But I got to be in less than 1% of the minority because everyone else goes there to brag about it. And Trader Joe's could do whatever it wants. You're still going to go there because that's why you're going there is to brag that you go to Trader Joe's. Now, what was Trader Joe's evil, vile, horrific thing it did? Well, let's say Trader Joe's was selling some taco shells. Instead of saying Trader Joe's, they said Trader Jose's taco shells. <laughs> the racism. Trader Joe's had uh, Trader Trader Zhang or tra- uh, for Asian noodles. Trader Zhang. Uh, uh, pasta. Pasta is it? Uh, Trader Giuseppe's or Trader, uh, you know, uh, Mateo, whatever. I, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, cool. It's a little funny. You know, full-grown adults should be able to take that. Oh, no, not your modern-day full-grown adults. No. <clears throat> Everything is wasteless. Now, the irony, because of the clientele that Trader Joe's has built up, uh, are SJW liberal types that go there for virtue signaling. That's their only job in life. That's their only thing of value is to virtue signal. Look, I shop at Trader Joe's. I mean, no different than the rich Republican suburbanite gal who drives her luxury Mercedes SUV. It's all bullshit. It's all signaling. It's all status. The irony is that now the snake is once again eating itself. The left are eating their own. And now Trader Joe's has to like, oh, my goodness, we're so sorry. We, we, we thought about it, but times have changed and we understand. I'm just asking what's going to happen in the future, Trader Joe's. Are you going to have to get rid of the color white? That's why, I mean, it's getting to that point. What if you have to get rid of the color? There's too much white. Like, let's say you paint your walls white because it's a very bland color and it's not too loud or anything like that. <clears throat> you can hang up wall art on it or whatever. Or your floor happens to be white. How long until so, we did an analysis of the colors in your in your store and it was 42 percent white only 12 percent black this percent red that percent blue 
what are you saying? Are you saying whites are X percent more important than blacks? It's like, no, we have a white floor because it's the, the dirt doesn't show up as much as it would on a black floor. They're not good. And you know what? You are committed. You are chained, Trader Joe's, to these people's ideology because that's how you marketed yourself. That you're this cool hippie. Look at us. We're the cool liberal people. We're the cool liberal parents. Let you smoke pot. We grow our hair long. We play an acoustic guitar for the kids on the beaches of California. Yeah. <laughs> 40 years later. Oh, they're psychopaths because you never disciplined them. You never told them no. And now Trader Joe's has to. What are they going to do? Uh, yeah, fuck it. We're uh, you going to become all these? That's what we're going to have to do is become all these doesn't do anything pollutant. Now, I like all these too. Smells in there a little bit. It's like, you got to remind us like, eh, something smells here. Everyone, same smell. So what are you going to lose? And then, then those people are going to have to go to all these and co-opt it and like make them have everything organic. I, so Trader Joe's, there you go. No, no more Trader Jose. Again, imagine what was the economic cost there? Did we, did we really have, this is our best use of time for Trader Joe's employees. People are shopping there. And now the, the people that got to print off new product labels, just the cost of sensory, uh, political sensory, sensory compliance it, it, it is a huge economic cost. Huge. <clears throat> we could be doing something else with our time. Nope. We got to do this. Uh, White Castle has got a new robot burger flipper that uh, unemploy a bunch of liberal arts majors. There's a Vermont College. Uh, let's go through this one. Higher education bus. Let's do some good news. Vermont College goes on the auction block with $3 million bid. The rate college bull market is over. We noted earlier this year when we said 20% of colleges and universities will shut down or merge in the next 10 years. The for-profit education boom and bust is old news. Now the virus-induced recession will pulverize nearly every higher education facility in the country. Even before the pandemic, enrollment was declining and finances of colleges and universities were quickly deteriorating, an indication the bull market is over. Rising virus cases has undoubtedly complicated the picture for reopening colleges and universities this fall semester. The president has demanded schools reopen while Dr. Andy Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert, warned virus cases must be controlled before children return to schools. Ba-da-ba, Green Mountain College, a private liberal arts college in Pulteney, Vermont, is the latest college to go bust and will be auctioned by Maltz Auctions, a premier full-service auction co company with the starting bid at $3 million. Uh, it was previously listed for $23 million. And I don't know what's the market for college. Like the asset prices, the housing, I guess it's lodging. I guess a, a real estate developer, a, you know, landlord, apartment management company might come in and buy that up. Three million bucks, huh? Uh, <clears throat> Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry says filing $156 million budget hole may require up to 40 layoffs. And I, I did the math. I'm like, dude, 40 layoffs? What are you paying these people? Like that's a lot of money. Minneapolis mayor says he hopes to uh, minimize cuts to police, firefighters, and dispatchers. Uh, the unprecedented time calls an unprecedented approach to our budget, Fry told the city council during a roughly 15-minute presentation. Fry's proposal is far from the final, 
must be approved by city council. Tense, fast-paced negotiations are expected to unfold in the next two and a half weeks. But with fewer people coming to the city to work, parking revenue shrank, water usage dropped, tax revenues that would normally flow in after large events evaporated. All those damn white people from the suburbs, right? You hate those guys. At the same time, the city also racked up some unexpected costs responding to the pandemic, as well as the unrest that followed George Floyd's death. The city has not yet released a full accounting of how much it spent during those crises. Uh, <clears throat> thousand buildings damaged after Floyd's death. Oh yeah, property tax losses resulting in riots. Already saved roughly 58 million by implementing hiring and wage freezes as well as cutting some contracts and delaying some purchases. Oh, I, I just hope you sink. I, you are, you're, hey lefties, now you become Detroit. Now you become Detroit. So I just found, I found that, that warmed my heart. Well, let's get back to, uh, so I don't fall. Uh, Bacon for 223, Dubro Super Chat Band, screenshot on Twitter. What, uh, what you try, what did you try to say there, Bacon? You can't, um. You can't curse or swear in the super chats. They they won't let it go. DJ aftershock for five bucks. Yeah, man, you gotta bully the seventh grade kid, man. You gotta show the seventh graders that the eighth graders rule the Milwaukee Middle School. <laughs> I took a picture of me golfing. I, it wasn't just me, but I took a picture of the golf course I was on. I said. Yep, I didn't know any. Remember all you guys in high school and college that told me I'd go nowhere? I'm like, how is it with being right, you know, being a divorcee with kids can't afford and working paycheck to paycheck? And like, you sure showed me. I do hold a vengeance and a hatred for people of the past. Done with debt. Oh, you can find his channel, Done with Debt, over on YouTube. Uh, gotta love how lefty shut down policies disproportionately destroy lefty jobs. Oh, the irony. I <clears throat> have to remind myself consistently because it's really hard for me to see people destroy themselves. I know that may sound shocking with as much as I seem a misanthrope, but I got to keep reminding myself, these people hate me and they brought it on themselves and they voted for it. And they're the reason we can't have nice things. We're the reason we couldn't achieve drastically improve standards of living, put a man on Mars, colonize the planets. These are because we have to deal with these petulant little tantrum children because things aren't fair. Because largely, though there is some unfairness in the world, grant you that, 95% of the disparities and problems come from people's stupid choices that they deserve to have unleashed upon themselves. And when these hypocrites come and blame other people that did did nothing to hurt them be you could be racism it could be you majored in stupid shit it could be you're you wasted all your time pursuing the almighty dollar instead of having kids and family and now your your eggs are dried up it it's all your fault all your problem not mine don't come and tell me and other people who are working i have nothing to do with you it's our fault and so I got to, oh, that's their problem. That's their lives. They're miserable. 
I guess the only thing that really bothers me is that they blame other people, including myself, for it. It's like, no. And then they demand I pay for it. It's like, no. But if they want to be miserable, destroy themselves, by all means, go right ahead. Uh, Final Kill 44 for five bucks. Is it bad that I have checked out of the news and just buy gold? No, it's not bad. It's, it's good for your health to check out of the news. I'm going to go for a walk here and chill out here in a little bit. If it's not raining anymore. Yeah, the rain stopped. It's a nice, cool day. Here, this is, I'm going to put Rob up here because we hate uh, Latinos. Rob Lopez, the riots aren't due to George Floyd. It's bored people with nothing to do because the lockdown is just trying to get, yeah, you can't discount the fact that everyone's cooped up for nothing and looking for revenge. Yeah, looking for revenge for what, their own problems? But yeah, no, that was, that was just the spark that lit a bunch of fuel that was already there. Good point there, Rob. All right, uh, let's get some good news. We'll get the hell out of here. <clears throat> This is from Rockford, Iowa. We have some good news. Uh, and this is the Globe Gazette of Rockford, Iowa. Dip in student aid filing signaled trouble. Iowa is seeing a drop in the rate of number of high school seniors filing free applications for federal student aid for the upcoming school year. A probable consequence of the COVID-19 and indication that some might be abandoning higher education plans for fall. Additionally, the percentage of college co-eds who already have federal aid and want to renew it next year also is down among eligible students, suggesting a disproportionate number of low-income students might not be choosing or might be choosing not to return to college in 2020 to 2021. Good. Unless you are going to STEM, unless you're going to go for a real degree, which I don't have the data on this, but I'm going to guess based on like what I've seen on the internet and all that, low-income students typically major in dumber things. And since you don't have mommy and daddy to back you up, when you're also saddled with $80,000 of student loan debt for what, an African-American studies degree or, a, or an anthropology degree or what, and then you're going to be a fool and go to law school. <clears throat> the fact that you aren't going to school is good. It's like the, the housing bubble. Right? We got to make more loans to poor people and minorities at the peak of the bubble. So they sign up for a $400,000 mortgage that they have no hope of paying off long term right before the housing market crashes. Oh, yeah, you did so much to help out poor people and minorities there. You just, guys and gals, for disadvantaged class people who happen to be on the left, I know you don't agree with me, but can we agree that the government really fucked up minorities and women and other disadvantaged groups by giving them mortgages that they couldn't ever possibly hope to pay back? What do you think the student loans are on a worthless piece of paper of a college degree in philosophy? Or whatever the leftist teachers push poor people to go and major in. All I want to point out is I give more of a shit about your average poor person than any of you leftists do because I take the fucking time to think through what the ramifications are going to be long term for them. And if you want to call me a racist, or is it right there because you know I'm not. Pisses me off. Just pisses me off how these these liars can just tell you people what you want to eat. Oprah, there's the pay like. Kyle, you gals really want to believe the lies of hope. You just really want to fuck up your lives. If I try to actually help you out, I'm the bad guy. Huh. I got an idea. Operation Evil. <clears throat> I'm going to tell lies that are going to make, you know, the women are going to be more wet than Lake Michigan when I'm done telling these lies. That's how much, that's how, 
how great these lies are going to be. Uh, disproportion. The part of the decline in FAFSAs filed is likely due to COVID-19, according to an Iowa College Aid report made Wednesday. Uh, as of May 31, about 19,000 public high school seniors filed for a FAFSA, down about 4%, nearly 20,000 from nearly 20,000 the previous year. That decline came in senior enrollment grew about 1% over the same period. So it's only a 4% decrease. It, it's got to be half, half. Well, it needs to be 80% because 80% of the degrees are worthless. Um, it really is that bad. Uh, bah, bah, bah. DigiNomad for two Canadian bucks. MIS is a real degree. BTM, business technology management. No, M Information systems, you got to actually set up the systems. MIS, that's been, unless they've changed. And you know what? Let's 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 think this through. It's going to depend on each school. Business technology management, no. MIS, there was always classes, at least when I was there, it was like, oh yeah, you got to learn to set this up. Now, what you'll probably ought to do is go through an audit, not audit, but look through all the classes and see how much like do you learn routing? Do you learn Cisco? Do you learn uh networking, all that other stuff. If not, you know, oh, okay. They have diversity and management classes. No. Technology engineering management class. No. But MIS has always been <clears throat> the the real degree. Might have changed. You got to look through the the um, course list. Nonstop Dre. Hey, he woke up. Five bucks. Did you hear about how a kid wasted 20 grand of his parents' money on Twitch streamers? Refunds got refused, and he made his family broke. Your thoughts? Send me a link to that, Dre. I'm going to end the, the show here in a little bit. Um, like, email that to me or text me that or something. Because I got other stuff to do today, namely asshole consulting. Kevin McCormick for two bucks. Check out Nick Fuentes, APM Central Live on DLive. You paid two bucks. Okay, there you go. Listen to the prepubescent boy talk conservative politics. I I've never tuned into Nick Fuentes. There's another one I reached out to. I'm like, oh, young kid. Maybe I get him the book Worthless. Younger people might be listening to it because at the time he was 18. You know, hey, let's get him bachelor pad economics. Like, let's get these kids reconnaissance, man. Apparently he didn't want my money. Uh, hey, Josh. Josh is in the house for two bucks. This guy's so racist. He gave me good advice. I know, Josh. I told you things you didn't want to hear. Like work hard. Major in accounting. Oh, all the irony. I kind of feel bad because I'm thinking about you, uh, Darkman Jeff, uh, Juan, uh, there's Juan again, uh, all, the, all the guys who tune into this show uh, that are simply not white, who are going into engineering and accounting and all these other things. Man, you guys are fucked because you're all younger than me. You got about 20 years more life. I can't wait till you're all, I, not, I'm not looking forward to this, but I'm, I, in, in a train wreck sort of sense. I can't wait to see what's going to happen when you guys are making all the money and then your community is going to like, well, you, I mean, what's the excuse they're going to come up with as to why you owe the community more money? Like, did you benefit unfairly? Like what's the, what's the mental acrobatic machine going to come up with on the leftists within the minority community for all these guys and gals that are also making more money like 30 years from now? Juan, five bucks. I was attacked on Facebook by a mob of leftists. Well, that's racist stuff, then, don't you think? <clears throat> I said that Latinos are stupid for getting liberal arts and Chicano American studies degrees. Notifications wouldn't stop. Dude, send me a link uh, on Facebook. 
give me your link on that. I'll put that. It just it shows you they're not thinking. Like the worst degree a Chicano or Latino could study would be Latino Chicano studies. It doesn't do anything for you. Go study it. Study it for free. You'll learn the same thing. But then be an engineer on top of it. They, see, Juan, you got to become the Latino Oprah. See, you, you get your flair. You know the Latino culture. You tell them all the Latino lies they want to hear. I'll target the general population of the United States. But see, why are you working hard as a mechanic? You just got to figure out to become the Latina Oprah, okay? EJ Aftershock for five bucks. Dude, bro, like I just bought a sweet pad in Uptown, man. Like we just got laid out at a grandma's. Dude, man, I made over $5 million in sales, man. Good one. Good one. <laughs> oh, all those precious douchebags who bought those fancy condos over on Lake Street in Uptown. Oh, I can't. Oh, what's going to happen to the property values? Oh, yep, and they made $5 million in sales, man. And girls who want the monies will say, he makes $5 million a year. He said he had $5 million in sales. All right. Uh, nah, that's enough. That's enough. All right. <clears throat> July is Don't Become a Millennial Month. Get my book, How Not to Become a Millennial. Published, though, by... Vince Barrick, he did make some edits and changes to it. So uh, it is mostly written by me. And if you love somebody, you get a book of truth. If you want a book of lies, go get Eat, Pray, Fart, whatever that one was. Uh, the Pence Principle, written by Randy Bentwick, basically how not you get falsely accused of uh, sexual harassment, rape, and all that other good jazz. How to stay out of jail and not lose your career. The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, because, again, this is one of the most racist, sexist shows, and we just hate the black people so much. Uh, a book written by me taking my economic knowledge and being Poe and translating that with the help of and uh, contributions of a bunch of black dudes I knew who were like, yeah, there's this and yeah, there's that. I'm like, oh, I see. So it's culturally tailored towards the black man. Worthless, the young person is indispensable. Got to choose the right major. That's for everybody. Curse of the high IQ. That's for all of you people tuning in. Actually, if you know someone that could use this, and even if they're a lefty, this might be a good gateway drug to conservative libertarian thought because its main focus is not politics, but there's some undeniable things, especially about how smart, uh, dumb people live off of smart people. <clears throat> what? That's not true. Well, then you read the book and debunk the numbers. Enjoy the decline, accepting living with the death of the United States. Batch of pad economics, the financial advice Bible for men. What else we got? The best of Captain Capitalism. This one's top shelf. There's also the best of Captain Capitalism Reserved and Love Letters to the Left compilations of my best writing on my blog. But it really is just to have all my best writing backed up in case the Googs decided that we don't like what you wrote and we're going to burn your books. And then Reconnaissance Man, <clears throat> where to find out where to live in the United States so you don't waste so many realtors' fees and commission checks on realtor fees buying multiple houses. And that is it. Do we got anything left? There's DJ. Oh, hey, Dave Little. Again, because we hate black people. Any advice working compliance with female staff? Compliance. Uh, you mean like compliance and accounting or, or legal compliance? Give me a bit more to go on there, Dave. If you haven't read it, get this one. But I think we kind of know all the basic rules. You go in. You do your job. 
you you might you might have if you want if you want to play dirty like I, you got one card other people don't and that is you're black you you can play the race card if you want and say you were discriminated against but you'd prefer not to do that because if that goes on your resume or you sue somebody that's a public record and nobody wants to hire you then because you're a lawsuit waiting to happen <clears throat> but you go in you shut up you do your job email all the time so you have a track record. I would record things like have, like record every day. You know, we just had a client two weeks ago where a gal went up to him and said, what? Because she found, hey, you're in the military. He's like, yeah. What do you think about women in the military? And he had a very good, polite answer. And he, he, he didn't even say, I don't believe women in the military. And because he said female, she's like, well, that's non-binary or that's binary. And she and filed a complaint. I'm like, there are some weaponized women out there, guys. I mean, and you worked hard at this career. Just go in, have everything recorded. I know it's a pain in the ass. I know maybe you got to get an MP3. Maybe you got to get a body cam, uh, but you know, not a big, remember the eighties, those missile launcher uh, cameras they had. You just get a nice little discreet body cam, maybe even a little lapel or some kind of James Bondy and just keep your head down. And uh, man, if you can get to self-employment, got, got to get that side hustle. Got to get that side hustle. Nonstop, Trey. <clears throat> uh, $2. Have you ever seen Tommy Sommer or movie Fatherless? No. That's another guy I tried to reach out to. Because I had a book targeted towards black guys. <laughs> Him and Wayne Dupree, you know, the, the handful of conservative black dudes out there, uh, who their sole focus is not economic, say like Thomas Solwell, but they do talk about race, uh, especially because they would like to help out their uh, fellow Black men. But, but man, I don't know. <laughs> what pisses me off is that when the next five years, the news cycle is like, there's an education crisis of student loans. I'm like, I had the vaccine fucking 10 years ago. That's it. All right. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth, and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved, teachers who could be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, to reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one-month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lowered asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near-free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan, amen. That it, we done, and we're out of here. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.